0: Welcome to the Unruggable Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Meiji.
1: And I'm Ella. Today is episode three, discussing NFTs with Kenshin. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Unruggable Podcast. Today we are talking to uh, Recognition. Recognition? Mm-hmm. Please tell me how to say that correctly. Uh, the, the second
2: <laughs> one was correct, yeah. <laughs>
1: Recognition. Fantastic. So, um, welcome and so pleased to have you here with us today. Um, obviously, um, this is the first time that we've met, but you've known Moishi for a little while, which is super cool. So I have to start off, really, by asking, please tell us about your name, Recognition. Um, how did you come up with that and what does it mean?
2: Um, so the name is kind of silly. It, it, it kind of came from, um, like, coming off from, like, AIM days, <laughs> Um so my my first name is actually Derek, Uh Kenson is my middle name. Um Cool. So up until like college I went by Derek and then um so recognition actually comes from my nickname uh Rico or or Rick or or what whatnot, and and that added with Ignition. So that's where it came from and uh by the time I went there it was um I was so fed up with not being able to find um like for for anything like uh, like a domain name or whatnot, I chose the most obscure name so that I can ensure that it was not taken. <laughs>
1: that's really smart I really like that and I love the link back to your real identity as well but it's like you've sort of taken who you are and created something new and really unique with it that's that's super cool so (laughs) I love that great answer um so I mean I'm, I'm an artist myself um and you know the first thing I did when Moishi said we were interviewing you is I went onto your profile and I had a look at some of your work and I was like Oh my god, (laughs) you're very, very good. Um, I understand you. No, dude, seriously. Like, I mean, you know, you are right. I mean, you do this professionally. Tell us about that.
2: Um, it's it's kind of a mix. Um, as in, like, I came from. Um, YouTube was like the first kind of. Um, how should I put it? Um, I I I didn't. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I'm terrible at talking.
1: (laughs) No, don't worry. Don't worry, man. It's all good. So tell us where it started, then. What What was your journey? It came from YouTube. I
2: came from YouTube. Um, there was this Asian American group back in college, um, over a decade ago called uh, Wong Fu Productions, and uh, they actually started uh making uh short films, um, you know, telling Asian American stories, and you don't see that often in um, any sort of media or not whatnot. But YouTube was new. And um, it was a way for them to share their stories. Actually, I I, I heard of them before YouTube was a thing, was even available. Um, they made these uh, short films and passed them around by um, uploading on them on a website, and you would have to download the whole thing first um, because streaming wasn't a thing yet. It wasn't it it, it just never worked, you know. Um, so back in like college, we would. Passed these downloaded videos around and they were starting to build a name for themselves and then YouTube um, came and and they launched and they became youtubers I didn't even know they were youtubers I just knew of them um, from these short films um so they they gave um, I, and I've always been like uh, doing kind of videos related stuff and animation for fun I never thought it as a viable career until I met these guys um, brought them to college. Uh, through the clubs to have talks and stuff and we ended up connecting and um, I started making stuff for them while I was still in school um, and then when I graduated I decided to um, they they brought me in and I just joined them and um, did kind of media related stuff um, and then that that transitioned into more um, film commercial uh, sort of stuff um, but I never thought like Um, growing up I never thought of like a video related as a profession I always it was always like just a hobby I was thinking of like a more traditional um yeah you know it's it's
0: super cool uh, man I I saw you did um you 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 know on, on your YouTube channel that you have you have so much so much uh in your featured work see I see a lot a lot of things here are these have you participated in in the everything that's on your featured track
2: yeah, so the YouTube that I actually have is it's not very updated. Um that was between like that and Vimeo. I was like just putting stuff up. So I don't, I don't take that one seriously. I even though it's YouTube, I do um more like behind the scenes stuff or work with other YouTubers. So I've worked with a lot of like um channels like the OG ones um, going up uh from that past like 10 years. Yeah, I see
0: a uh, a Bazzi uh, music video here.
2: Yeah, that was uh, that. That was that was more of um, I actually didn't know of him until until that job came along. But it was just through a, a typical like uh, production line, and they just needed some facts. I think they hired a bunch of people for that, or at least a couple people, because I only did I only focused on the eyes, like wherever there were eyes that had to be bigger than what I did was just make her eyes super big and and buggy looking yeah man, you've, you know i'm saying you've got a you've, you've got a lot of a lot of
0: different a lot of different places that you you've been in a lot of di- a lot a lot of different uh looking all over you know your 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 youtube you know your personal channel and then also your your work on uh wong fu pronouncing that right wong fu
2: yeah it, it so wong fu is funny because that's also a name that kind of spawned from the the like aim or coming out of it era. So it's all these wacky names that we have because nobody's actually named Wong Fu and it doesn't mean anything. Oh, that's awesome.
1: So take me back to the beginning then. So this career has basically evolved out of personal connections that you had in college. And then it's just sort of blossomed. It says on your bio that you're a a film director, which is super, super cool. So please tell us how that, how that's come to be.
2: Um, so actually that's not quite correct um they're just I just didn't want to put uh, are you talking about my, my Twitter profile correct
1: oh sorry yes I am yeah my apologies if oh no no, mistake. no 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 <laughs> it's
2: it's because they don't have as many options and I didn't uh, at first oh. the closest one was social media influencer and I actually very dislike the term influencer
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um so the,
2: the closest <laughs> thing was um uh, film director Um, But I actually uh, specifically do more, um, like, visual effects and motion graphics, um, which is also at the top, yeah. So that was just the closest, like, job title... um, on there
1: i understand you now that makes perfect sense that's totally cool i I have relatives that work in the visual effects industry in the uk so are you working as an independent are you contracted to a studio what's happening with you professionally
2: uh independent um and I, i i wouldn't say i have any like blockbusters under my belt um they've more been in like the corporate commercial kind of realm um and i i feel like a lot of it is um in, in this industry over here, it's like they're contracted on the movie or whatnot. If if they are, um, for the duration of that, and then they have to find their next gig. So yeah, yeah. something something That's like uh, like Marvel the way, would it? probably a, a, a you know a great place for you to uh,
0: get involved with. They they could use your work. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, it, it's it's kind of weird because coming from. Um, like new media so I count anything internet video YouTube as new media even though it's not quite so new anymore Um, it definitely is a lot different from like industry industry Um, so I don't know if I'm quite good enough for for something like Marvel
1: do me a favor mate you're brilliant (laughs) but I've got I've got to ask though I I saw on your timeline and forgive me if I've, I've got this wrong at all but did I see something about Adobe is that
2: right? Oh, I did a, are you working I did a, a baby? It, 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 that was like a, inf, not influencer, but it was like half influencer, half, um, creative campaign. Um, and I think they had a bunch of, um, I don't, I don't know who they had on their roster, but, um, during, uh, that first year of COVID, they, they did a whole bunch of campaigns with, um, with, uh, different artists, uh, to, to let's see that one. Are, are you talking about the marshmallow one?
1: It was the one that was fairly. It was fairly close to the top of your feed. I scrolled down and found it today. I'm trying to remember because I looked at a lot of your stuff and I've probably got myself confused. Um, let me see if I can find it.
2: I think that's um, the only Adobe Creative one that I did, um, if I remember correctly. It uh, it was was it like an animated sort of thing, like a two D animation. Yes. Yeah, I, yes, I, I believe, so. and set to a song. I think it was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that was, um, uh, kind of, a for their, I'm trying to remember what it was for exactly, but they did a bunch of, um, just like art, uh, art as in musician artists, um, kind of campaigns where they paired up with, with, um, a lot of different people to make content for during those, they, they had like different, they had like a different one every month, I believe. Something like that.
1: That is so cool. Yeah. We all use Adobe. I mean, like to me, that is more cool than doing Marvel. Marvel actually does my head in. So stick with those guys. You've got the artist community right behind <laughs> you, right?
2: <laughs> yeah that that was uh, that was pretty great.
1: No, it's, it's wonderful stuff. It really, really is. Um, so anyway, your, your work itself, I really want to get into the art side of things, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, are you are you in? Is, is a lot of the work we're seeing, I'm seeing a lot of collaboration work and obviously you're working for clients, which of course you would do because it's your bread and butter. Your pinned tweet, that beautiful angel, is that something that came to you as an inspiration from yourself or was it a client piece that was directed at all? How, how did that one come to be? Uh,
2: so so the one with the, the girl with the wings, um, that's actually a fan kind of um, piece uh, from kind of based off of this anime called uh, One Piece. Okay. One of the characters there. and um that one was um it's a photo manipulation. So it's actually a cosplay photo of my friend. Um, and then I added cool. the wings. and the wings are made out of arms because in in the in the series, um, this character has these superpowers that she can um, kind of sprout body parts from any part of her body and um there's this move that she does is she spouts sprouts a bunch of arms uh forming into angel wings so that she could fly for a couple seconds um and uh that was so cool. that. <laughs> thank you yeah that one specifically was a piece that was like um it, it was a test of like oh i have some time i'm gonna experiment so i had a I, I think I was testing out like five or six different programs um, to make that piece um, in the span of a year, uh, just on my own time. I, I, w- I definitely wasn't spending a whole lot of time every day. <laughs> um, so, so that was like more of a technical kind of um, goal um, accumulating into that piece. Uh, it was more of a process so I could learn some of these new softwares um, rather than um, specifically make that piece by itself.
1: That makes a lot of sense. That makes a huge amount of sense. And it actually leads me beautifully onto the next question was I, I wanted to understand a little more about the software you're using to create it because, you know, I'm looking at that thinking, I want to try. I know it'd never be, you know, it'd be hard to get to that level, but, you know, how did you create it? What, what software did you use?
2: Oh, that, um, <laughs> that one I used as, uh, quite a sound. sorry. I'm like
1: shaking.
2: <laughs> I'm, no, I'm quite nervous. You, it's
1: all good. Don't
2: be okay. okay. Let me um, let me uh, drink some water first.
0: Yeah, Kenson, <laughs> I I gotta say I I've been I've speed been checking out your your TikTok also. You know you got that uh that one video that went viral. Um, you got you got a bunch of big videos. This is this one video of the hunter hunter x hunter VFX. Oh and yeah, like, that stone <laughs> that stone is getting split, and you know the. the Characters, you know, dodging the stones and knocking them away, and it's so on point. It's so on point. And, you know, scraping through the the ground. That that's fantastic. That's mm-hmm. you know that's a that that that's that's triple A uh, you know level right there.
2: <laughs> Thank you. So if you can't tell already, I I love anime. <laughs> so that's where a lot of the he influence doesn't. comes from. Um. Yeah, I I and. I I don't know. I feel like a lot of those, uh, a lot of pieces, um, like try different techniques. So for like the hunter hunter one, um, that was one of the first time I did a, a a kind of rock simulation. That's kind of like that. Um, for, for back to like the angel one, uh, which is who's Nicole Rabin. I think, um, that was really the first time I, I started dabbling in more 3d, um, with like, um, cloth like a small cloth sim for the thing for the her little um, half uh, skirt thing Um, and then um, just a bunch of different tools like background is 3d Um, she is not 3d um, but um, so different combinations of tools um, and most of it is put together at the end with After Effects so I use After Effects for pretty much everything uh, is what I'm most comfortable with Um, I've been using After Effects since like high school um and then um yeah trying to expand my repertoire um and skill set so
1: that's really cool i wondered if it was adobe because i mean i'm a photoshop user myself Mm -hmm. but i really need to get the full adobe subscription and get into after effects because um a friend of mine also does after effects he's done some stuff with adobe as well coincidentally but every time i see his work i'm like Just need to pay the money and do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful. It really is beautiful, that piece. Thank you. So I am just going back to my questions because... I'm also having a look oh yeah your collaborations that's what I was going to ask about it looks like you're doing quite a lot of collaborative pieces just from looking through I saw a lot of other people tag lots of other people it seems like you've got this really strong network about you um is that something that's just happened organically through friends that you've made in the space or are people approaching you what's the deal with that
2: um yeah I I love collaborations because I actually don't um I feel like I'm not as good as like a base ideas person. So it's always easier for me to work with other people or um, kind of build off other ideas. And and um, I, I put myself as like more of a polisher. Like I can take an idea and, and develop it. Um, but yeah, it, it came from um, also from YouTube side. Um, I, I credit everything to Wong Fu because they were the one who's got me connected. And um, usually, so that's been like, through like referral and and friends of friends and stuff like that, um, and sometimes I reach out to to other artists and if I'm feeling brave. I'll just I'll try to send a DM and not sound too weird and be like, "Hey, I want to work with you." <laughs> um, yeah, so that that's where a lot of the collaborations come from. It's a it's a mix of like um, people I know or people reaching out or um, yeah. It, oh,
1: that's really cool really really cool i mean i guess what i'm really looking to understand um we we have a really diverse audience on the podcast we get people from all over the world and we get people who are you know experienced people like yourself or they're people who are just stepping into the game i mean my first thought when i looked at your work was i want to learn how to do that so if you were advising someone who is mm-hmm. just starting out in nfts or in art or in vfx where should they start? Should they go to college? What software should they learn? What, what sort of path would people be looking to take if they wanted to make this kind of work?
2: Mm, um, there's a couple paths they can take depending on um, kind of like their their goal, if they're trying to do more Hollywood or if they're just trying to do their own art and stuff. But I feel like um, whatever it is, I, I would just say start with the internet. Um, because back when I started, say with like After Effects, it was very hard to find resources and tools. I think the only thing, and a lot of us still use it is, um, like video copilot, um, uh, has a lot of tutorials. Um, back then, uh, I think what I did was I joined, um, I found these forums, you know, back then we still u- used forums and, um, there were like VFX or like filmmaker forums, um, that that we would join to learn but nowadays it's it's so accessible like if you just go to youtube even um there's just tutorials for everything um and then uh, especially for 3d stuff um i would say like i i haven't personally learned blender i'm i'm on cinema 4d um but uh blender is so accessible like as a f- free 3d tool that's um um like uh it does the job yeah, right? yeah it's competitive <laughs> is, is the word i'm looking for um because it, it wasn't back then and and to get into 3d you would have to pay an exorbitant amount of money um in order to even get access to these tools but nowadays it's it's free it's open source um you have um, especially with spaces right i'm meeting all these kids that are like you know i don't know 11 years old like under 16 years old even like who are killing it <laughs> and, and all they did was like, Oh, I'm going to learn 3d. So they picked up blender and, and learned it in a couple months through tutorials and stuff online. So I'd say like, yeah, just, just grab something, whatever you can and, and start. You don't need to go to film school. Um, I, w- I would suggest film school. If they're looking for more of that network, I feel like that's where film school helps, but otherwise everything else you can kind of learn on your own. Um, and the, the thing with CG though is, um, you can be a lot of people are generalists they kind of learn a bit of everything but you can also um if you're looking for more industry stuff you would have to focus on a special specialized thing so like every part of the process is like a person or a full team and there's several of these processes to put them together um so it kind of depends on how you want to break it down but yeah it's easier to start than ever
1: that is absolutely great advice. That's really interesting, um, and yeah, it makes me take heart because I started learning Blender a few weeks ago.
2: Oh, nice! You, <laughs> you you're know, a to, head start. To, to, <laughs> I haven't even well, picked it I'm up having yet.
1: a go. <laughs> hey, I mean, if if you've got everything you need already, then why would you? You know, but um, no, it, it, you're right. And I think like, what it feels like now is we're in an era of democratization, so people have all this opportunity, but just getting a little bit of guidance from someone that's actually done it is really, really helpful because it does feel overwhelming. You think, should I pay all the money? Should I go on these expensive courses? Mm -hmm. And actually hearing you explain it, that's really reassuring to people. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Moishi, I think, wanted to take the conversation over towards the neighbourhood. Before we get into that,
0: Kenton, before we get into that, I gotta gotta speak to you about but like your IMDb, man, like I- I'm looking I'm looking through here, the amount of credits you have.
2: Um, oh, it's it's silly. I feel like I ruined as far as industry standards go. I kind of ruined it um, because a lot of um, there was a lot of these YouTube groups that did these silly shorts. that Some of them I'm so embarrassed about. Um, but they just entered everything in IMDb. So like a professional going to IMDb and looking at them would be like, oh, it's just padded with a bunch of random content. No, nah,
0: but dude, it's it's, um, it's incredible. Like you've you you've done a lot of different works, shorts or not. You know, it just you, you see the you know the years. You see the years of the you know as you you've done a lot for for oh, over yeah. what is it over a decade now here. You've over a decade of your work over here, it's man. been a minute speak <laughs> to me about aurora when i go onto your youtube channel i get hit with that uh, aurora video oh yeah
2: you, uh, you directed <laughs> that um yeah so so what's funny is um that was uh the one that you see on my youtube um that's the version that um i released as my genesis nft uh with makers place um and that that brought me back because um aurora was uh at least the the base of it was um the first completed video that I did by myself um uh right at the start of 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 um uh my career I guess uh at the like te- a decade ago it was exactly a decade ago and um back then I was I was like just getting out of school and I was like um, I have all these things that I can do, but I don't have nothing to show for it. Um, I haven't made really anything. So that, so I went, got together with my friend who had a who had a um, a song, and then I, I I decided stupidly to make an animated video. Um, it ended up taking at least like nine months to put together, and at the time, um, I didn't have enough animation to fill out the whole music video. So um, we padded it with um performance shots of the rapper uh my friend um so now like jump 10 years um in in the past couple years I had like completed it um like filled up all the stuff that I wanted to add in there um complete animation um and then also I had to I ended up having to replace the song um because um it was using a uh beat that wasn't uh that they couldn't get the rights for so um is getting flagged a bunch and and stuff like that. So um I decided to um compose like an original music to put on with it. And what's funny is um uh DK who who ended up bidding on it he was the one who encouraged me to secretly <laughs> to put that one out first as the NFT he's like oh you should um you should choose Aurora and I had no idea he was going to um bid on it let alone um you know go for it Go for the final. So
0: that's incredible, man. I saw. I saw it. I saw it, it at,
2: uh, yeah. it sold for four
0: and a half ETH. Sorry, I lost you there. For I, a I said it's incredible. I saw it sold for four and a half ETH. Oh yeah, yeah. I I definitely was not expecting that at all. It's amazing. So yeah, you also you got the the posters yeah. and dimensional stretch the instrumental track like you know this is a uh, something i speak to people about all the time to like break up your work and use different variations of it and just mint that as well because you know w- why not why not t- why yeah, not do that
2: definitely stretching because i was like oh what else can i put um because they wanted uh, i was doing a maker's place and they were like we wanted a collection of at least three things so i was like what can i put out which doesn't feel like um, which doesn't just feel like low effort or, so, or just reappropriating the the thing that I already have for sure. Before um, before we get into yeah. uh to
0: uh, to neighborhoods, which I'm eager eager to hear more about, um, there, there's a platform which you don't you don't have a you don't, you don't have much of a presence on, but I I did find you there, uh, BitCloud. See, I, I heard about BitCloud when I was working over at a uh, at the news blog. Mm-hmm. I I had a I'd done a lot of research on Big Cloud. I, I thought it was a very interesting, a very interesting network, which is kind of going to uh, just to tell the audience a little bit about it. So Big Cloud is a crypto social mm-hmm. network, and the idea is that you buy a token into of, of a creator, right? So you have a, um, you have a. If you look at the top page of them, you have Elon Musk, uh, Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, names like that, Mr. Beast, and the The mm-hmm. idea behind it is, you know, you're supporting the creator by buying their token. I'm not sure what exactly there's official guidelines for what they have to do, but you're you're kind of buying like a stock in them in a way. It's interesting, and uh, Instagram um, doesn't offer great monetization options, or you know, TikTok has their Creator mm-hmm. Fund, and Instagram started their Reels Fund now also uh, through Facebook, a Meta. And, you know, YouTube has a conversation like that, but the direct of, I am a supporter of your content. I want to give you money. And they just introduced this to cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. Super cool concept.
2: Yeah, I I believe, I think the idea and the concept is really cool, but I don't think it really worked. Um, And I feel like that it was at the period of like, you know, last like one year ago uh, on Clubhouse and everybody was just kind of like getting into everything. I think BitCloud kind of fell off as um, it, it kind of, it's I wouldn't say it's a scam, but like um, it kind of brought that into um, the conversation a little bit more. I feel like it was kind of prominent. Um, I, I guess all NFTs are, if you're if you're saying it like that. But um, I haven't really used it since that initial. It was kind of like more of a novelty to me, um, just the concept and idea behind it um, versus the actual usage. I don't think it was. I don't think all the technology is quite ready for that. So people are developing more. Um, social media platforms that are token based, um, and Big Cloud was like just one of the first ones that that was um, out there. Got yeah, it was, it
0: was a lot. I of think hate. a lot of
2: those people. Yeah, um, I haven't heard about it. It just kind of fell off. Um, and the the a lot of the the names that you see there, they are kind of like placeholder names. So not necessarily like like Elon Musk doesn't actually own that thing. It's just a placeholder to kind of try to get celebrities to claim their um, right. names, so so it's it's all speculative. what's going on with
0: all that money like there's 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 people who bought into the elon musk coin and i, I don't yeah. think he put i don't think he actually you know it's the, his profile
2: yeah so so that's the thing where it's like um i don't know this was like months and months ago right as is you can buy these coins and you can convert currencies into it but there was at the time there was no way to convert back so again it's all speculative um, and the people who were most like carefree about that whole thing were people who who had the money to I, I didn't I didn't buy any. I know, I'm poor, <laughs> but uh, there were people who, who just had the money to kind of play and they kind of like thought it was gimmicky. And, and I, I mean, there are some people, some of my friends who like thought it was cold and gimmicky. So they 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 bought a couple of coins and stuff like that uh, just for fun. <laughs> Um, but for people who actually invest in it, I don't know if they got their returns back. It's a
0: shame. It's a shame. You know, it's like a, I yeah. see a, a Ariana Grande coin. Coin price is uh, mm-hmm. 17, $1,783. $1,783. Yeah. Um, and there is it says mm-hmm. the total USD locked right now is 83000
2: Yeah, it's very difficult because um, the technology is so it's still it's in 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 its infancy, I feel like, um, and a lot of it, even though it's touting like decentralization, it's still very centralized. Um, at the time, I don't, I haven't looked at it for almost a year, so I don't know how if it's improved or if that community has grown or anything like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's interesting because people are all about shouting decentralization, decentralization. But when it comes down to it, something that we got to remember is MetaMask is a company. They're a legitimate company. They're paying taxes. Mm-hmm. Coinbase, uh, you know, OpenSea, OpenSea's a legit company. Like you go through these companies, they're they're not decentralized. You know, they, they might enable some exactly. element of decentralization, but they're not decentralized.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna take some time to even get close to it. And again, it's 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 like with the weakest link. It's like it's only I always say it's only as decentralized as the most centralized, um, like chain for sure link in the chain so
0: yeah you know so uh there, there's also yeah there, 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 there's there's also so many like different um different like startups that sh- that shrunk up at the same time as uh as, mm-hmm. as Deso, you know the DSO chain so there's there's a lot of these and it's interesting to I would love to see a YouTube video on like oh where are they now for all these projects and just uh, to wrap up on what they're doing now where they're where they're holding
2: yeah, same. I, I I'm I'm only I only scratch the surface level as far as understanding, but um, it's it's very it's definitely very interesting technology all all the way around and all these different um, types of uh, things you can do with.
0: Yeah, so how'd yeah. you how'd you get into NFTs in the in the first place?
2: Oh, so I kind of got thrown into it. Like I I heard of the Beeple stuff and I was already interested, but um, back this was like. I don't know, December, maybe um, of of um, right before the new year. Um, uh, let's see over over a year ago. So um, I heard about that. But then like a lot of the my existing videos and stuff like um, art wise and, and like the, the animated loop style of it was like a perfect fit. Unfortunately, a lot of it was like either derivative or or fan art or like um, collabs that i couldn't really release anything but um uh, i got thrown into it around february um when um my collaborator um released some of our pieces as nfts and it did really well on nifty gateway um and um that was all him um so i i went back and and started really digging into it and then trying to um, figure out what i want to do uh, for myself so that's that's how I kind of got into it. Was having someone else release the work. Now, now that you you've been um, in this space right really. now for, for, for a little bit, yeah. How, how do you, how do you feel about this space?
0: I mean, you know, uh, it's a constant journey of of learning. You're you're always learning more, and there's it's so vast.
2: Yeah. And, and it's like, it's really cool. Just, I, I don't know. I still feel very excited about it. Um, it's like at the beginning of any time, even with the beginning of YouTube or, um, what else? Like esports and stuff like that. It just feels very new. Um, and, and like there's so much to explore. Um uh, it's just a very fun time I think because nobody really knows, um, in depth like we have all these ideas but like where it's gonna go none of us really knows until it's there so um it's it's the journey is also like the community and 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 meeting people through who are also excited and and just building building stuff for sure
0: and seeing yeah, it's, the, place, it's yeah. the community that you know makes the culture and makes this into what it is exactly yeah all right let's get let's get into your project uh you know we, we yeah
1: we, yeah i totally <laughs> want to hear about this yeah <laughs> we uh, screwed <laughs> we we it
0: around it now you know for a little bit i wanted to to hear more about your background but let's get into let's get into neighborhoods so you're, you're the artist for neighborhoods mm-hmm.
2: yeah so neighborhoods is um is headed by uh dumbfounded He's, um, he's a, uh, f- I haven't actually met him in person yet, but we've known of each other for years and years just because of, um, the mutual, like Asian American, um, kind of YouTuber slash influencer kind of community. And it's pretty small. Um, so, uh, th- there's several groups going around. So Jason Ma, who is the, one of the founders of the platform that it's going to be on called Open, um, he reached out to me, um we talked about a possible project and that that's how it came along. Um and Jason Ma uh was also he he also co-founded um 88 Rising and a couple of other ventures. I think Thriller uh, Triller? Thriller 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 as well which was the TikTok kind of competitor at the time. Um so Coco companies and then um so this one uh Neighborhoods yeah is is specifically um dumbfounded's project and I came in on as the artist um, and I just used, I had this kind of artwork already developed for my profiles and some of my other avatars and stuff. So I was like, Hey, <laughs> you're the idea that you have, which is kind of, um, that kind of like a more Asian influence, um, nostalgia, nineties, um, gaming sort of vibe, um, K-Town, uh, all the, all the Asian, um, diaspora kind of, uh, neighborhoods. Um, so i was similar to some of the visuals I had. Um, so I brought that onto, onto their kind of, um, the visuals that I redeveloped uh, with that style and, and they liked it. So I just uh, took those several, a couple months and like um, developed that project out into, um, it was originally supposed to be at 10 K. I think they're doing 5 K now. Um, so that's, that's where that came yeah, from. Yeah,
0: that, that, That's really cool. You know, uh, uh, dumbfounded. I've actually been a fan of his for for mm. a while. Um, I remember. Oh, nice. I remember the. Yeah. Uh, he was. He was on. Um, I, I think it was Drake. Drake's label, OVO, and uh, I think it was 2015.
2: Was he? he was he, I don't know if did he was. I, I, think, that. I don't
0: know if he was on the label. He was sponsored by by the label for uh a king of king okay. of the dot. Um. KOTD, they did the YouTube the YouTube uh, battle raps. I used to love that series. And uh Conceited Conceited yeah, yeah, from yeah. Wild and Out. Uh they did a a battle on in, in in 2015. Um and that was like the one of the uh one of the the coolest um the coolest rap battles of the year. Like it blew up, it was massive.
2: I have to I have to look that up again. I, I don't quite remember <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then there was a uh, there was another yeah. there was another there was a there was a uh, another guy on on uh, he's no longer on the show. I'm a huge Wild, Wild and Out fan. Mm-hmm. Um, Timothy De La ghetto So he's he's a Thai.
2: So he's oh, Thai, yes. right?
0: And uh, mm-hmm. after that battle went down, there was like Conceited was was using a lot of uh um like uh, Asian Asian Chinese um he he he, he said that like mm-hmm. in Wild and Out um he. Like he he denounced uh, conceded for for like selling out by signing to Wild N Out. he said that he he applied mm-hmm. for Wild N Out and uh, they made him like play out demeaning like Asian and Chinese stereotypes, and that they likely made like him do it as well yeah. for like black stereotypes. As he you know he called him like a sellout and then like uh-huh. uh, there was a lot of drama back then. I, I was following it all along. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dove as a Dove founded is a is a is a great artist. He's a uh, you know. Uh, I-, I loved his battle yes. raps.
2: yeah, yeah <laughs> there there's just uh, it's just YouTube life has has been riddled with dramas. I'm not like embroiled in them. I just hear about them all the time um back then yeah, so. but, you know it,
0: there's nothing like that today that that it's uh that you know c- comes close to it. like you know, um like uh, I feel like it's gotten worse. <laughs> uh, it's not it's not as much fun, though, like it was so much better back then. Oh yeah, YouTube yeah. was so much better back yeah, then. Definitely. Before it was like a career, and it was like <laughs> you know uh, dumbfounded, right? He, uh, I, I, I remember he, yeah. he, he's not from America. He was, um, I'm trying to remember. I think it was uh, Argentina that he came from. Like he, he, I remember he like smuggled into the country, and he started battle rapping at a super young age. Like before he was, before he was, uh, I think he was still in middle school when he started uh, battle rapping. When he started, you know, uh, started uh, doing that, and he dropped out of high school. Before it was even a, mm-hmm. before it was a thing as being a YouTuber, like people who just, they had that, like a sense of calling and it was like, I'm going to go be a battle rapper and do these YouTube videos before there was money involved, like major money. People were making nothing for these fights.
2: Yeah. It's because these, like, that's why it was new media at the time. It was um, all these platforms and, and with, like, minorities, like, like Asians are, you know, we're very stereotypical, like, oh, we've got to be doctors, lawyers, find, like, a legit profession. If you don't make it, then you kind of, like, bring dishonor to your family, right? But then <laughs> with YouTube and stuff, there, there was a platform for all this creative energy that, like, we just never had a place to output, and then it was also on a place that could be seen. So for the first time, you have all these younger Asian Americans um, seeing themselves, you know, doing things that aren't typically known of them. Um, so, so YouTube did really give us like a voice in the platform when like Hollywood representation really wasn't a thing. Um, and and at the time, I feel like those first couple of years, they really did spend a lot of time on their creators. Um, and then that just slowly kind of transitioned out. Um, as they became more and more corporate, um, but yeah, that was a de- definitely a very fun time, and you kind of see it replicated again through like Vine, and then now through TikTok, um, and 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 now Web three feels kind of like that again. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, so you know, it, it, whenever whenever something starts cycles. out, it's like that. Yeah, it's it's sad though. It's it's very it's very sad to see.
2: Yeah, I I feel like there's enough in Web three where it's gonna last for a bit, um, at least. So this is the period to really jump in. A lot of people are like on the edge or speculative. And like, if you want to have fun and actually make it go in a direction that you want to see it, like this is the time to go in and because you have before it's like set in stone. There's there's so much to develop and to learn and to to create. So you really have that, like. At least a percentage of control and freedom um, that you might not get once it's once it's all established.
0: All right, a uh, hundred percent. I'm I'm a I'm I'm tripping out over here. I'm on your website, the neighbor neighborhoods, uh, no no, no neighborheads open world. Mm-hmm. What what is going on over here? T- tell me about this project.
2: Okay, so um. Uh, on the art side, at least, it's it's based off the little avatar that I have on my Twitter. And originally, I used it um, just as like a graphic, um, like on, on business cards. There's no usage for it otherwise. Um, and I, I really, uh, before the video stuff, I started with uh, more pixel art. And I haven't done pixel art for several years now. But for some reason, with NFTs, I brought back all the pixel art. Um, and I, I remember I used to make... Um, pixel art for games and I I would also join these forums and we would get together with other people who uh, around this uh, program called like um, click and create or click and play um, which turned into multimedia fusion which is kind of like the games maker or like um, um, those easy kind of like drag and drop um, easy scripting kind of games I made graphics and teamed up with other people in like middle school high school to make these unfinished games, some of them actually went on to um, form their own studios and make indie games. Um, but that's, that's also where Aurora spawned from was um, just like, I I don't have the capacity to develop a game over several years, but I want to put something together. So Aurora was born from that. Um, and then um, with these neighborhoods uh, uh, also kind of like a, a, a chippy pixel art kind of, um, with some maple story vibes, maple story was really big um back when I was in college uh so kind of just building off that nostalgia um with like a little bit of eight bit and a little bit of like anime um yeah <laughs> and they took it and and ran with it that's
0: super cool that's super cool this this project um Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the uh the traits of these these characters. They're 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 so they're super cool. The Thank the you. Yeah. it's pixelated but in like a a prof- I don't know how to describe it. It's like a professional pixelation. <laughs> it does it doesn't look, you know, there's a lot of pixelated images out there that look like you just took a picture and you uh put it through a, you know, a pixelizer a, a, a filter, filter or, something. or something. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just it just looks
2: so clean yeah so so people don't understand that with pixel art is also a craft it's it's like mosaic and there are techniques and, and ways to build it um and even like um for a seasoned illustrator um doing pixel art would be easier but it um to to learn um with the illustration background but um, there are definitely like very specific things you do with pixel art that you don't do um, normally um so so that's where where it all comes in is all the details and i feel like i already had to throw out a bunch of details to make it more efficient um so there there are some like small inconsistencies there but i feel like most people won't be able to tell if they like <laughs> some of those um filtered or like you know um it's a little strangely like pixelated images then then i feel like they would like this <laughs> um more uh, yeah these are these are super cool these are super cool. Uh,
0: talk talk to me about the the mayor. Who who is the the mayor? Dumb.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so that's just like um th- with the neighborhood's kind of um, theme. Um, Dumb um, is his is his own mayor of of this fictional kind of like community. Not fictional, but it's like a representation of all the separate Asian American communities that we all grew up in. So for me, it would be more um, closer to like Chinatowns or like uh, places around there um, where the immigrants' families grew up. Um, and then for Dom, it was um, heavy on K-Town. So that's why it, there's a lot of K-Town kind of reference references in there. Um, and th- a lot of these traits were... Um, inspired a lot i mean i I put a bunch of different things a lot of anime obviously anime and gaming but there are there are a lot of traits that are inspired by like the 90s early 2000s kind of um uh uh asian american experience um so a mix of like you know all the baggy clothes and (laughs) um wild hairstyles the hairstyles are definitely more wild than than what we had but um yeah, that's where a lot of these traits came from. That's super cool. So I, I, I yeah. It was like um I, I put so like again, Maple Story, anime, and then like the Asian American experience kinda all jumbled into a package.
0: See I I got a, a line over here that I really like from the block to the blockchain, curated by and for mm-hmm. neighborhoods.
2: <laughs> Yeah, um, and, and along with, like, the K-Town and kind of Asian-American sort of vibes, um, I think what's what's nice about this project is he's really focusing on um, kind of, like, supporting local, local uh, communities, local restaurants and local businesses, um, and then doing more IRL events because that's what he's good at um, coming from that sort of background. He's really good at throwing events together. Um, so I think that's where... Um, that utility would come in um and and what makes neighborhoods unique from some of the other uh, PFP projects that are out are
0: there. are you a neighborhoods am i a neighborhoods Wh- who is a neighborhoods
2: we're we're all neighborhoods
0: <laughs> we're all <laughs> neighborhoods. what is a neighborhoods
2: um it's just you know a, a neighbor like a um these are just people that that we grew up with and people that we see maybe through a lens like the Asian-American lens. So along with that, you, you'll you see like a, a subset of elders. Um, we call them elders um, uh, of, of just older, older people like that. That is a little stereotyped, I would say. Um, but like in each language, we have a term for like the, the older, like middle aged ladies or like the middle-aged man or grandpas and stuff like that. Um, So we have a set dedicated to those with tropes that are specifically for them. So like um, that sun visor, like this ridiculous kind of um, hat that kind of covers your face um, so that it wouldn't get too suntanned um, is, is like a thing that we see a lot. So I definitely put that in there. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like these are just, you know, our families and friends and, and the people that are like us and, and all like us and different from us that we grew up, um, with. So that's, that's, um, where it is obviously with a sprinkle of like, like we, there's like green people in there and we don't see green people, but (laughs) it's it's just a super cool
0: friendly project. You know, it's a very, very nicely laid out.
2: Yeah, it it was very fun to work
0: on. Super cool. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's, uh, it's refreshing. It's refreshing to see just a very, um, what's the, what's the word? Uh, homely. Is that is uh, Ella? <laughs> mm, hom-
1: homely is perfect. Absolutely. Yeah, perfect That's a good word. And talking of which, have you spent much time with your community in discord as the project started to get going?
2: No. Um, I think they've just kind of, um, started the discord and, and really work are working on it. um, uh, I I think originally, um, so so the difficult thing about this project is it's launching on a new platform, um, um, so there we have to both uh, market this platform and the project at the same time, and it's everything's in beta, so oh, yeah. it's it's a bit difficult. And uh, at the beginning, we wanted to funnel um, people more to focus on the app. An um, open is an app that um, it's kind of like an open sea and a discord put together so it has um chat functionalities and stuff like that but um i think it's too early to really um, utilize it so we had to fall back on like the existing kind of infrastructure with like discord twitter um and then the website so it the it's uh open um the platform sp- supports several chains so it's that's um so it's not like it's own thing so once it's minted through there you'll still see it on open c and stuff like that um
1: oh yeah this sounds really interesting how did you stumble across this open platform i've never heard of it before tell us more yeah
2: so open um so that was also jason ma um, who i mentioned before um he was uh the co-founder of 88 rising and, and a couple other ventures and um this is um part of his this is like a piece uh he's a co-founder of um of open but it's also a piece of a larger like um kind of asian american centric like started um like media company i guess so and 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 its project is kind of one of the first of couple projects that are going to be through it so we have we have a lot on the plate um to do so that that's that's how it got together
1: that sounds really, really interesting. Um, just the fact that you're going for it on a new platform as well. Um, you know, I think we've all had enough of OpenSea at this point for reasons that are too long to even bother saying, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, the the more competitors, Speaking... the the better, I feel like, to kind of improve because then, yes, you know.
1: Soon OpenSea will be the my space of NFTs. That's what I keep telling people. <laughs> oh, but, my. hey, we're all still there right now, right?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've been involved since really early days. I mean, most people in NFTs have been here since last summer at best, but your your, your involvement predates that by a few months. So you kind of count as an OG. Um, mm. I guess I, I'm kind of curious to know how you see the space evolving, really, Um, just from your own perspective as an artist or from your project involvement. What, what do you think is next for NFTs? Are we heading for a crash? Is it still going to be something in a year, two years it's kind of an open question sorry
2: (laughs) yeah um it's been all over the place and and I'm I'm just kind of enjoying the ride and um it's probably going to crash and come back up and and have cycles of that um I think the people who are focused more on the technology and kind of like what it can be or kind of looking for the the things that we can't even imagine right now that's where it's going to head towards so that's why I'm still excited regardless of of the crashes and and the ups and downs is because I feel like I still find new things every day and I hear new things every day. And um, obviously trends will set in in a matter of like weeks and months. Um, but then something new will pop up and it'll be exciting all over again. Um, so right now, I feel like we're at this saturation incredible. of like PFP projects. So I don't even know if it's a good time <laughs> to release. Um, so we're, we're still um, figuring out the exact time for release and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of ideas that are being developed right now um, that we won't see for several months. True. Um,
1: very true it takes time to build things doesn't it and um i think you're right i think there's always going to be a future for it Mm -hmm. it's just a question of what form it's going to take because for me i I don't know about you i've always going to be i'm always going to be making the stuff i want to make because that's who i am yeah and people like us exist everywhere right Mm -hmm. so there's always going to be an outlet for us it's just what's the outlet going to look like and i guess yeah the future is uh i think yeah
2: it's to be written um there's there's things that I see, but I always say like, you know, um, either go make your own future. Like we have the opportunity right now, like instead of just pondering like, oh, what could it be? I wonder what's going to happen. Um, go and make that happen. Like this is the best time to do it. You, you don't have to wait for it to set in place. Uh, and the the things that I'm looking forward to, or I think that's going to happen in the immediate future is, is more gamification. Um, I think it's kind of costly, especially with ETH right now to do a lot of Um, interactive gaming things because it requires updates to um, the metadata and every time it's updated you know you have to pay this gas fee Um, but I think um, instead of like so say the next iteration of PFP sort of generative projects would be less um, randomized I feel like this is just all random right now right I feel like you know I think what would be cool is being able to buy tokens and and, and being able to change out traits or kind of like model a character, kind of like just in, in games where you get to design a character. Um, um, little things like that. And, and I feel like they've been done before, but just not implemented on blockchain quite yet. Um, so I feel like if you look at the history of gaming, um, some of those things will be implemented in, in um, NFTs as well. Um, so that's, that's, like, that's a quick kind of turnaround thing.
1: I love what you said just there about like you just gotta make it happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean as well. I just think that's that's a quote for the for the for the um strap line on this episode, mm. I think. That's that's perfect. Uh, Mo- Moishi, how we fixed for uh time, I,
0: I think I think, think, think we uh I think we covered I think we covered a lot of ground today. It's been uh yeah, kenton it's yeah, been incredible getting to uh to know you better.
2: Yeah, thank you for thank you again for like um, putting this together. It was, it was very fun to talk for about. For
0: sure, yeah, it's an it's an incredible uh, incredible journey you're on, and that you're that you're doing right now. You, that you know the the project Neighborheads is is incredible. Um, the amount of experience that you have is 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 uh, is it's overwhelming to me, it's even, you know, to go through like you know, uh, going through all your work. It's you, you've done a, a tremendous amount of, of projects.
2: And there's still so much, like untouched. I feel like it's, it's never ending. It's always a learning experience. Of, of
0: course, yeah, that's, because that's you know, if you didn't ha- if you didn't so have that attitude, bad. you wouldn't be who you are today.
2: That's that's why you're able <laughs> yeah. to do what you do. <laughs> For sure.
0: That's why you're able to do it. It's uh. Listen, it's it's you're you're you are a uh, incredible incredible person. I'm really glad to have gotten to know you.
2: Um, oh, thank you, thank you.
1: And from my side as well, it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you and hear a bit more, especially about the artwork side of things, because I think that's what people coming into this fresh they look at that stuff and they think that's where I want to be. Um, and for me, it was just lovely to hear you break it down and just be a human being about it all Mm because a lot of people aren't that way. So I really appreciate your approach and your attitude just as much as I do your artwork. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you.
2: Yeah. I'm just excited to see where like beyond the artwork, like what NFTs can really do. um, I think we're going to get there and it's going to be even more crazy than we imagine it right now.
1: Absolutely right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right listen uh well like, like we said i really appreciate it kenson it's been an amazing uh episode and uh yeah this, this is for you man
1: thank you thank you thank you so much for tuning in another great episode
0: if you haven't already find us on social media at unrollable pod on all socials and subscribe to us on youtube spotify apple music your favorite podcasting platform